it may be primal, it may be vital, but it makes you homicidal. It's a vicious, it's a vicious, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. Everything is fine. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Hi there to our very special Vicious Cycle episode, Everything is Fine. And you know what? Everything is fine. Everything, Everything is, is fine. fine. You're fine. You're going to be okay. You're going to be, be okay. If you're not fine right now, you're going to be. The purpose of this episode is manyfold, but... It's more than three. It's Less than ten. It's many. It's as it's many, many as the folds of your vagina. Wow. Mm, so good. That was really great, Meg. Thank you. By we, the way, we are your Koblos, Meg Hayes. Kate Elston. Meg Trowbridge. We came up with this episode because we, some of us Koblos, when we're having difficult procedures, like a pap smear, like an enema up your butt, we thought- Any we, oscopy we, of any Any kind, kind of yes. oscopy, we tend to uh, take, the, take the pain away by listening to a podcast. Yeah. So we thought, why- shouldn't we why shan't we mm. a podcast about periods and about understanding your body and about making th- laughing at the pain mm-hmm. why shan't we shall not make an episode why shouldn't why shouldn't we make <laughs> why shouldn't we <laughs> we should should make an episode catered to an intense time in someone's life when they just need to pop in some earbuds and take a load off so yeah. this is that episode Yay. So listen to it while you're getting a dental procedure, while you're in traffic, while you're cleaning a difficult bathtub. Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) While any sort of duck lip is up any sort of orifice. Mm -hmm. Yes. As we know, if you've listened, if this is not the first episode, you know that I've had duck lips in other orifices. Oh, boy. Okay. Sorry. Everything's fine. Everything's Everything's fine. fine. (laughs) You are strong. You know what? That happened. And now look at you. You're fine. You're capable. Now recording. You're going to be okay. We're fine. Okay. <laughs> Everything is fine. We're fine. Everything is fine. I thought we weren't recording for a second. Check, Everything, check, check. Guys. Check, check. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, my goodness. So, listeners, we have prepared uh, a number of segments to share with you and with the other co-bloasts that are, some are surprising. Some are surprise bleed search. Oh. Some are uh, not. But all are fun, Great. relaxing, and enjoyable mm. for your ears only. <laughs> also, anybody that you share this with. <laughs> Please tell people about us. <laughs> Please tell people about us. <laughs> Don't just keep us to yourselves. Don't be selfish. Uh, so Also, that, um, that uh, amazing uh, theme song at the top was Meg Trowbridge on the uke. That's like, like the original I had pitched and then kind of in the go-ahead turned it into... Magic. Yes. Yeah. Meg wrote and composed that song. So. Thank you, you Meg. S- you might hear some more ukulele later. Oh. oh. I just got Are butterflies. Just <clears throat> there we go. Okay. Right, I'm going <clears throat> to get back started. to our normal level. Let's, yeah. Let's That's do this. Much. That feels better. Adults. Wake up, people. You're <laughs> fine. Adults. Also, we didn't actually really say it's our 50th episode, 50th everybody. Ep. Five zero. Which is why we're doing something so special. That's right. We wanted to give to you a special episode because you've given so much to us. Yay. 50 episodes of listening, blissening, blawling in, bluffing us. 
<laughs> believing in us. <laughs> so much believing in us. So much believing. <laughs> Don't stop believing, by the way. <laughs> I'm just uh, doing a little warm-up. Had I had forethought, maybe I would have tried to write a song like this for all of Kate's anoscopies. This is like what I thought maybe would have helped someone going through something like that. Um, Yeah, it's just a little original, dumb, dumb, sweet song. So excited. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Practice is why we practice. forest bright and green lives the cutest little bunny you've ever seen perky ears and a fuzzy tail and a little pink nose that never fails while this little bunny sure loves to hop she bounces up hills to the tibbity top and then skips jumps and tumbles down making cute little chirpy chippy bunny sounds oh well one when the bunny was keen she wandered through her little forest home so green she was on the hunt for a little fun so on the special day she went for a run she came across a little family of mice coming back from the store with some ice they invited her in for an aperitif but she declined instead she chased a leaf that little leaf brought her to a clearing a beautiful meadow with lots of yearlings and beautiful flowers of the brightest hues yellows reds purples blues the bunny smelled every flower in the field until her little pink nose couldn't yield she sniffled she snuffled she fell to her knees and finally let out the world's biggest When she recovered, she went to the creek Dipped her little paws in and wet her cheeks The water felt cool on her little fur And this was when the day was wrapping up for her As she returned home, she hopped more slowly Saw the birds up high, the ants down lowly She took in this whole world, big and small And felt a deep inner peace looking at it all She found her little glen and her burrow unfurrowed She snuggled into her cozy burrow The little bunny's day had come to an end And wished a sweet day like this to all of her friends imagined you singing that to your child and I was like (laughs) Megan's gonna make the most beautiful nonsense songs for her kid (laughs) so good that was so I love the part where she chases a leaf she chases a little leaf also we haven't checked in with our listeners everything's everything's fine you're with a bunny in a meadow meadow smelling flowers so many flowers there's a little bubbling babbling creek Everything that comes after this is going to be so, so not less sweet, less sweet compared to that song. <laughs> that was great, Meg. Just play that on repeat. That Thank was you. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. We are going to do, do a segment called Lizzo's DNA Test. <gasps> wow. Oh, my God. What are we, we are going to 
We're going to play a little trivia game to find out what percent bitch we are. Okay, oh, great. I'm here. Now, Fantastic. I have already taken this test. Unfortunately, I was only 46% that bitch. 46. Okay. 46%. 46%. So we're looking to improve that not very impressive. So tell tell the listeners what we're looking at right now. So we're looking... Everybody can play along. If you Google Lizzo DNA test, you will find a beautiful um, website that says Lizzo DNA text, test. You select a selfie to start. You can also use your webcam, which I may... Uh... Which we could do. Okay. Oh, we're going to do the universal podcast. We DNA are going test. to do this. We're going to read the questions. You can also play along at home if you have different answers because we're going to have to figure out how the three of us uh, can come to consensus. Sure. So, because okay. you just uploaded a picture of the podcast. I did. Got it. This is so, the podcast test. I got it. Okay. Number one How do you feel about relationships? Oh. A, living single. B, strictly non-committal. C, I need some time to work on me. Mm. D, it's cuffing season, which I had to look up. What's yes. cuffing? And that means like during fall or winter, you feel yourself wanting to like be a couple, uh, mostly because like it's that time of year. Mm. Mm. I see. I I regularly feel like C. I, I need some say time the to work podcast on me. is C. Yeah. Okay, C, Ooh. I need some time to work on me now. When I did this initially, I clicked on it's cuffing season. So hopefully this is a better result than I got. All right. Question number two. How best can one shoot their shot? Mm. This means take matters into their own hands. Mm -hmm. Um, A, slide me a drink. So this is like a woman taking the first step, like being the first one to reach out. I think you're just talking about drinks. A, slide me a drink. (laughs) B, be friends with my ex. C, slide into my DMs. D, I need a ring on site. Interesting. Because I thought shoot your shot was her saying to a guy, go ahead, shoot your shot. Okay. So slide me a drink. So I feel like these are all ex. ways pick to up, get pick into ups? our orifices. Yeah. But so I think this <laughs> these are the ways in which a woman might respond. Like if you slide into my DMs, I will shoot my shot. Yes. If you're friends with my ex, I will shoot my shot. You know what the I'm best, saying? The best way to sh- the best way to get in with me. Yes, okay. exactly. So read them again. Slide me a drink. The best way to be my lover and get yeah. with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A 90s lingo. A, slide me a drink. <laughs> yeah. B, be friends with my ex. C, slide into my DMs. D, I need a ring on site. Huh, the podcast. So how would the best way for a man to get into our good graces as a podcast? DMs, probably. Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, podcast-wise? Yeah. Because me personally, it'd be slide me a drink. Yeah, I think me too, but I think... Okay, well, well, let's go slide me a drink. With the podcast. We're talking about the podcast. Podcast. That's true, but we have to be... But, you know, democracy. It's a democracy. No, but 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 I think the the podcast... Is its own bitch. True. So and I, I think, think slide into so my then DMs. Yeah. DMs. Yeah. Okay. That's how you get in good with vicious psych. DMs it is. You just got your hair shampooed and pressed. What do you do next? A. Hair toss and check your nails. <laughs> B. FaceTime your ex. C. Take selfies and then go cry. Mm. D. Go to the club. Obviously, it's A. It's A, obviously. A or C. Take selfies and then go cry. We do I have mean, a but, but, but we are spending our podcast retreat, which is now doing the hair toss, check my nails. True. It's true. So I think we have to do that. A. 
A, C would be our second choice. Yes, agree. Last Question. night was selfies and cry. Yeah. <laughs> and this morning. And this morning cry. was selfies and cry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number four, who's your new man, quote unquote? Work A, works the register at the health food store. B, plays for the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. C, Anderson Pack. D, whoever is most paid. Who's Ooh. Anderson Pack? He's a really cute um, like R&B rapper singer. He was on the Black Panther soundtrack. I think the podcast, it's whoever works at the health food store, because that mm. person probably... We're all about snacks. We're all about snacks. We are and all we're about all snacks. about like good bodies and like knowing mm. your body and like mm-hmm. taking care of your body. Yeah. Which health food store makes me think. like Putting good stuff in our yeah. bodies. Yeah. A, it is. That mean, I feel like that's going to mean we're not a bitch. <laughs> I mean... I know. I'm starting to get the impression that this is actually just how well do you know her lyrics. lyrics. But I like that we're answering truly for the Oh, pod. that's funny. <laughs> Number five, how did you break up with your last ex? A, long stream of consciousness email. <laughs> B, phone call from out of state. C, text message. D, face to face. How did we break up with our How did the vicious cycle? I mean, honestly, if you think about the failed podcast before this one, how did we really like not pursue it? It kind of felt like we kind of ghosted ourselves. Yeah. So I feel like a text message yeah. is as close. Text to message is the it's the most yeah flaky. Okay. Number six. Who's the leader of your dream band? A. Charo. <laughs> B. Michael Jackson. C. Prince. D. Rick James. Prince. 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 Okay. <laughs> it's not even that a close answer. one. Although Charo would be interesting. Very interesting. Who's the baddest bitch? Oh, no. <laughs> a, Trina. B, Beyonce. C, Rihanna. D, I am. I am. I am. I, am. I mean, this is the, it, This is who knows the lyrics the best. Yeah. That's totally yeah. what this quiz is. I love it. I was, I I answered this so seriously. Yeah. So I was 46 years old. I was like, damn. What kind of pet do you have? A, a dog named Puka. A cat named Pusay, mm. a lizard named Letitia, or a blowfix, blowfish, she don't got a name. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Truthful to our pod, I feel like the cat. Yeah. Since oh, yeah. Pusay. Three of yeah. us, we have right. three and cats. And it's Pusay. Yeah. I initially chose blowfish, she don't got a name. Yeah, which is great. Me laugh. Yeah. You're right. A cat named Pusay is definitely our, our mascot. pod mascot. Mm-hmm. Number nine, your parents make you learn an instrument as a child. What do you pick? A, piano, B, guitar, C, flute, D, glockenspiel. I mean, okay. Kate did play the recorder. Yes. And I played the clarinet. Okay. I mean, we've, I also, we've been a woodwind. We've been, we're a woodwind family except for the uke. Yeah. Although Meg does play. What did you play in band? Piano. Oh. oh. See, I say, I feel like the podcast is a piano playing because okay. like, we're all we, about we're, melody. We're all about breaking into song yes. and like, okay, yeah, and singing like yeah, yeah. About piano or guitar is that? Yeah, I can't sing and play a woodwind instrument. Right, exactly. Why that's did I pick true. clarinet? I was a fool. That's true. So no for glockenspiel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a close second. A obviously. piano. Last question. Do you play tag? A yes. <laughs> B no. C bitch. I been it. <laughs> yeah, I guess got to be C. It's, it's got to be C. C. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're gonna take a deep breath. Okay. Also, we should just be taking deep breaths every every so often. 
in through your nostrils, out through your mouth. Everything is fine. <sighs> You're gonna be fine. We're here for you. This what is a long ass episode. Yeah. We've got you covered. <laughs> okay, we're ready for our results. Shim- Shimmy Wittershins. Best of luck. Wait, Wittershins is counterclockwise. Wait. Yep. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. okay. Took we... a DNA test. Turns out I'm 53% that bitch. Okay, okay. I see you. See, I didn't even get it. Okay, okay. I see you. I just got, sadly, 46%. We are 53%. Not bad. That bitch. Love it. Not bad. Fantastic. So, thanks everybody for playing Lizzo's DNA test. Message us and tell us what percentage you are. Yay, that was great. Cool. I don't play tag, bitch, I've been it. Would be a Kate Elston joint <laughs> if I didn't bring you the top ten times people came together for music. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Yes. And of course there are many. Mm-hmm. And there sure. might be tears coming. So here we okay. go. Oh, no. Maybe you've heard of some of these, maybe you haven't. Top ten times people came together for music in no particular order. So I don't know if you guys remember. Okay, so number ten. In twenty fifteen, an Italian man really wanted to get Foo Fighters, the band, to come to his to come to his tiny town. I think it's called Oh, gosh, I, I don't remember the name of the town. Um, but so he really wanted the Foo Fighters to come to his tiny Italian town. So he wrangled a thousand musicians in this like big like uh, festival venue on the grounds of the festival to do, play a synchronized rendition of their hit Learn to Fly. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is what became of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh! I'm getting goosebumps. They all have Italian accents yeah. while singing. I love that part. Shippers. Oh my god, this is 10? We're screwed. <laughs> Look at all those drums. Wow. Obviously, has done her research. I've never heard of this. Really? Yeah. I, this, I, I, yeah. When this came out, this was huge. So let's just set well, the, the scene Kate for the has listeners. Like a Google alert for like coming people together. Coming together. <laughs> so basically, what we were just looking at is a huge festival ground. There are, like I said, a thousand people playing on the grass of like the festival ground. So instead of like the stage, um, there were 350 guitarists, 250 singers, 250 drummers, and 150 bassists. Wow. So what you're looking at is like a drone shot of like 250 drummers like in sync playing the song. Yeah. Singers are like five to a microphone. And there's like the, the guy who kind of like organized it, like kind of conducting from the top of the stage area. So it's fucking amazing. We'll put this in the show notes. We'll put this in the in the description. Um, 
And when they came, so when that happened, uh, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, of course, saw it. Yeah. And they came to town. Foo Fighters later that year came to the town. And there's another video of him. uh, And he announced he was coming by speaking in Italian. A quick like 10 second video being like, we're coming for you. Thank you so much. Ti amo, ti amo. So then when they came and performed, there's a video of him saying this. And it's long. So I'll just I'll just recite what he said. Dave Grohl told the crowd, what you guys did, the whole world saw what you did. Millions and millions of people. It's a beautiful thing. I fucking cried because it was crazy. Because when we make music, we make it in our basement or our studio. And we write songs. And then we make the record. And we don't think about the rest of the world. So then to see you people singing our song for the whole fucking world to see, it was the greatest moment of my life. Oh, I'm crying now. <laughs> we have nine more to go. <laughs> oh, no. So How is that 10? <laughs> what is hap- What is coming for us? That's a good one. Number nine. This one will get you. Holy moly. I should have reordered these in a different way. <gasps> um, have you guys heard of the virtual choir? Yes. Okay. I feel like you would have yeah. heard about this. Okay. So the virtual this, choir. I just blindsided this whole episode. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a, it's a user-generated choir. So people from all over the world can submit themselves singing to a pre-composed like you know composed Organ, uh, what's it called? Uh, arranged Compo- yeah, composition, um, and they upload, and this guy puts it all together. So basically, this guy's name is Eric Whitaker. He started this uh, in the early two thousands. Um, he arranges and composes the music, records himself conducting, sends it to the world, mm-hmm. and anyone who wants to in the whole world can sing- send themselves singing in. If they're sopranos, altos, tenors, everybody, bass, they need everybody. He collects it, arranges all of the recordings. And puts people and puts it to video with all their faces singing. So let me just show you what I mean oh by God. this. This one's from 2012. It's called Water Night. sang the song in high school. No That's way. So cool. Yeah, so that one I don't have the exact stats of, but other ones that they've done have involved almost 6,000 singers from 101 countries. Wow. Oh my God. And so it's, and he, he says that he'll take anybody's video, doesn't matter how good they sing or how you know, they're recording, it doesn't matter. Um, and some videos he'll highlight specific singers. And if you watch the video, like it, it, he uses everyone's actual video, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you see people with like headphones in against like a blank wall. People say like, I don't get the chance to sing in a choir anymore. I live in the boonies. I'm unable to make it places. So this is a way for people who are like genuinely amazing singers to like be a part of something really big. So I love this. That's the virtual choir. And the credits alone on these video take six minutes to scroll through everybody's name. Wow. Coming together. It's incredible. Okay, I'll go That's through. so cool. This is like the beauty of the internet. Yeah. Right? Like exactly. The, per- the, the beautiful parts of the internet. Same, yeah, exactly. Number eight. Um, I really love when they do tributes at the Oscars, the in memoriams, when someone mm-hmm. sings live. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I love that. Typically, Barbara Streisand singing memory. Yeah. Mm. Clapping is weird at these things when people clap for (laughs) their people. But I do love um, Eddie Vedder did it in 2018. Queen Latifah in 2009. Sarah Bareilles in 2017. Freaking love it. Mm. Beautiful. Number seven is the TV show on Disney Plus Encore that everyone must watch (laughs) immediately. I haven't seen it yet. It is... uh, executive produced by Kristen Bell it's where they restage high school musicals from like 40 30 20 years ago so they will bring up an entire high school cast of like Annie from like Fort Worth high school to relaunch in one week their high school musical so there's like Oklahoma Annie Annie get your gun um anyway it's fantastic and I cry every single time (laughs) I watch it Number six, I love when people come together in music for any call and response in songs. Mm, sure. So, like, for it, the, the only examples I could come up with really quickly was two um, Sir Mix-a-Lot songs. <laughs> no. <laughs> but have you guys goes, seen Sir Mix-a-Lot at the Philharmonic? No. Yeah. We, wow. we should okay. look that up. People that might coming be... together for twerking. Wow. <laughs> Literally at the Philharmonic, and he's like, all the women get up on stage, yes. and they sing Baby Got Back Shut Together. Up. So yeah, It's incredible. I would freaking love that, because I love when he goes, ladies, yeah, ladies, yeah. 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 Or in one in his Jump On It song, he he calls out cities. Yeah, and so whenever yeah. you're with people, it's like, Seattle, jump on it. And so I just love that, because people <laughs> get so into it. I don't necessarily cry, but I, I get seen. like, I feel seen. Yeah. And I love Another example of this is just like in a live performances, like Queen, when Freddie Mercury would go, Ayo, and everyone oh. would go, Ayo. That gave me so shivers good. for Incredible. sure. Okay, this one might make me cry a little and bit. And like that, the thing where he wanted to bring the audience in, so he developed the bump, bump, yeah, bump, bump, totally. For audience to oh, like be able That to- is for real. Yeah, it gives me shivers. Yeah, incredible. Okay, not a good one. I only I just realized my list only has nine, so we'll we'll sure. do an honorable mention at the end. Yeah. Um, or you guys can submit one. Um, number five, this one will make me cry. It's a personal story. So, um, in two thousand five, a friend of mine uh, died by suicide, and his name was Ben Seamus, and he was in the marching band with me. And at my high school, Mercer Island High School, um, our marching band was like a really awesome, amazing community and thing our football team was always bad but no matter what after every single game the 200 250 person marching band would march to this like tiny amphitheater in front of our high school and put on just like a celebratory just like dance party basically like a music and anyone could get out get in the middle of the amphitheater and dance we did this win lose whatever and it was like it was usually lose because we our team usually (laughs) lost and we just play like our greatest hits. Um, ben was one of the sousaphone players, um, you know, the big tubas that you carry. Yeah. And there were only a couple of them. And after he died, it just made sense for us to put together um, a tribute to him um, that night. And the sousaphones didn't have very many songs that featured them, you know, that like really like that they led. So one of the songs we played featured them. And I can't remember that. Like, it's like bump, ba dump bump. Bum, ba, dum, bum. Something like that. Who knows? It's just some like marching band tune. Mm-hmm. And I will like freaking never forget because after every song that we would usually do, there'd be like a eruption of applause. But when we played all of our songs that night, there was just silence after every song. Oh. And it just like was such a beautiful tribute to him. And I think about that a lot and like how music is just like so powerful. And like, yeah, I'll just never forget like. It wasn't a game night. It was just like a Tuesday night. And mm. yeah, we came together for Ben that day. So that's, that's beautiful. number five. No. <laughs> Tears are pouring down my fucking face. 
Um, That's a beautiful. We also, I, beautiful. yeah. And it was just, it's just funny because marching band music is so pump up and, you know, energetic and, and go, go, go. But like in that moment, like they were all like silence afterwards. Yeah. And it was, yeah. Oh. That's number five. <laughs> That's five. We're broken. Where are we going from here? <laughs> Jesus. It's going to be like Megan, your parents and all of your family <laughs> came together, together last night. <laughs> Okay, number four. Look out the window. They are in Union Square right now. Holding up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, number four is flash mobs. Flash mobs oh. always bring me to oh tears. Yes. Um, okay, what's your favorite? Though? Well, here's I can think of two. I think the one that everyone kind of thinks of is the wedding one where they walk down the aisle to the Chris Brown you. song. Yeah. Oh no. Um, I think I want to marry you. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That was featured in the there office was, later. Yes, yeah. there was. I think I want to marry you. They did that one mm-hmm, from yeah. the back of a car. Yes. And they flash mob. That one kills me. Mm-hmm. But the one that kind of was just like, I think I've talked about this on the podcast. The one that was like, this is just ridiculous is when the Today Show did one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I think yep. I've seen it. I have seen it. <laughs> like a live, like not a flash mob. It was more like a continuous, one you know, shot, one shot yeah. music yeah. thing. And I cried at that. It was like, 20, <laughs> like 2009. I was just like, they worked so hard on this. Like Robin survived cancer. Now she's singing this flash mob. I think this is pre-Robin. Really? And, like, and Robin was Good Morning America. Oh, you're right. You're but, right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> All morning so show hosts sorry. are the same to Meg, I guess. Uh, number three uh, is, I just found an article of a group of Canadian service dogs who watched a live musical as part of their service no. training. What? Oh, that's right. So it's a... You know, I would hundred percent cried at this. Yes. Article. What? So this is more dogs coming together for music. But basically, what happens is, <laughs> service dogs have to be trained to be in subways, loud places, groups of crowds, and you know sometimes they're they're human that they're helping will want to go see a live musical. So, um, a group of service like a service dog organization does this where they have a cast perform a show just for dogs oh so the dogs can practice God. being curled up under being the good seat boys and girls good boys <laughs> and it was it was billy l at the musical and oh they cur- they to pat to be good boys they have to curl up under the seat like by the feet of their owner but of course there was a part where they popped their heads over to watch <laughs> oh and here's God. a photo of a bunch of good boys watching also just imagine like i mean maybe it's like a rehearsal or something but just imagine being in that cast yes i know like there's no applause of dog. just barking no there's no barking they're probably not even looking they're yeah. just curled up under the seat but i just freaking love that and also just side tangent working dogs dogs with jobs are my favorite things yeah. other dogs jo- other jobs dogs can have <laughs> Yep, include yep. Com- other dog dog jobs dogs, dogs other dog jobs <laughs> yeah. comfort dogs stress relief at airports um dogs that listen to kids at school read reading. to them when they have a hard time oh, reading mm-hmm. search and rescue full <laughs> sniffing when dogs can sniff out rare mushrooms explosive detection um some dogs smell pests or pest detectors on r- rare works of art meg trober just crying <laughs> some dogs smell there are dogs. <laughs> there are dogs. This is the fine art that got you. It was the dogs listening to kids read. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. There are dogs in Brazil that go after um, the loose tennis balls at tennis matches. No. There are dogs in Seattle that smell um, whale poop, so scientists can track down the whales to study them. No. Okay. Oh my um, God. So before I get to my number one. 
which I want to end on. Which is actually your number two. Do you guys have a number two for me? Speaking of whale poop, number two. I do have an honorable mention. Okay, go. Go for it. All right, so what, describe what you're showing to us, Meg. We will be listening to um, uh, singer extraordinaire Liza Minnelli singing New York, New York a week after 9-11 oh. at Shea Stadium. How dare you? Oh, my How God. She remains tied. And stick around because Liza Minnelli is about to deliver her rendition of New York, New York. Oh, there's I'm Liza being escorted <laughs> fittingly by She's with a, bunch a policeman of on her right arm, a fireman on her left arm. Uh. Oh, this is so exciting. I'm so happy to be here. Officers are behind her arm in arm and they're doing like can can kicks. Oh, behind and it looks like that one fireman was crying. Yeah. And that like a lot of people in the stands have flags. Yeah. And they're all singing with her. Oh, they put a hat on. Just like 10 yeah, days after. Oh. Meg, do you have any? I've been trying to, uh, I'll need. I'll need to brainstorm Meg's again. Meg's literally still picturing dogs and reading <laughs> children, children reading the kids. Yeah. Um, number one, hold my hand. Well, don't hold my hand because I'm sick. Okay. Um, when you guys <laughs> helped me sing at my wedding. Oh! So, listeners, this is like early on in our friendship. I mean, we've been friends for a while, but like we've been very close for not that long, I feel like. I asked the Megs to accompany me on a little parody song I sang to my husband, Carl. Uh, to uh, Hall and Oates, You Make My Dreams Come True. Uh-huh. And the Megs were my backup singers. That's right. And they looked super cute in their Ooh. flowery dresses. Ooh. Ooh. They're somehow matching. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Her. So that also is time we came together for music. Aww. So thank you. That Aww. is the top 30 <laughs> times <laughs> people came together for music. Please send oh. us more if you have them. Please submit. Instagram. Yeah. Oh my Our gosh. hotline. You know what to do. Yep. Find us. Why we cried. 10 times just yep. now. Yeah. And that concludes that. So one of the things we th- talked about when we pitched this episode was ASMR, doing something ASMR-y. Um, so I had an idea and I, I took that idea and I ran with it. Without further ado, hi, welcome to my ASMR channel. Oh my God. Um, hi. Hi, thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Um, Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I'm the one who actually gets ASMR. The, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping this is going to work for Kate. <clears throat> Our up. sniffles aren't going to be very helpful. Shit. And coughing. Well, um, for this ASMR segment, uh, I thought I would unwrap some menstrual products for you. Oh, my Unwrapping gosh. Unwrapping I love it. So smart. I'm going to turn up the volume. 
so first up, I have a diaper-sized pad. Diaper-sized pad. Open up. Pad, 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 pad. If you're a book courting, are you allowed to use these products after they've been undone? <laughs> Just asking for if, a friend. If you're comfortable with my naked hand touching vine, yes. Totally fine. It's not the first time her naked hand has touched your vagina. That's true. ASMR is also a thing where you're not whispering, where but you're, you're soft quiet. speaking. You're just speaking like this. Yeah. So, yeah, just, so if whispering hurts your voice, in. you can talk like this oh, too. See, I okay. think I really like whispering. Okay. I think I like it too. Me too. I just want to give people options. The options. <laughs> Maybe as we progress through the menstrual products, we can progress our voices okay. as well. So this is what the pad sounds like being rubbed up against the mic. <laughs> You shouldn't sit on this. <laughs> this is the pad's wings. This is the pad wings being flapped like a bird. Please film it. Please film it. Please film it. This is the sound of the pad wings being flapped like a bird. <laughs> You can't talk into it because the pad's there. Now you can't hear me. <laughs> okay. Nice. That was the pad. Was it good? I'm dying. I love how also Meg's done her research. I love how she actually brought things that were soothing and we just brought dumb things. <laughs> She's so smart. Brilliant. Thank you very much. I'm sorry that. I just, I just imagine Meg in her living room, just sitting on her couch, flapping the pad wings. To practice. What's and her husband, and her husband walks in and walks right back out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, I'm going to open a tampon. Awesome. I'm holding the tampon.
<laughs> that didn't really make much of a noise. <laughs> Meg didn't, didn't look very comfortable there. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to try and um, ding the microphone as if the tampon were the um, pendulum. Pendulum and a bell. seriously I've ever seen her take anything. <laughs> this is the sound of my nails on that tampon applicator. That's the best so far. Everyone keeps looking at me for, for is this good? Is this working for you? Now this is my case's nails. is me playing with the with the little dangle stem the stem yeah. the dangle the dangle stem of the menstrual cup I feel like this is going to be the least soothing for people this just the fact that it's a menstrual, menstrual cup, cup that it's been inside my body great I love it this is how it sounds when I squish it for my final menstrual product. A menstrual desk. Yes. This is the wrapper. Now I'm going to open it.
That was Vicious Cycle ASMR. Okay, I've been watching a lot of 30 Rock lately, everybody. Um, it is my fall asleep to show. It is my put on when I need something in the background show. It's my everything show. And I believe the Megs feel the same way. Absolutely. Correct. We actually, a couple years ago, attended a bar trivia night that was 30 Rock themed. Total bust. Well, it was great trivia. Yeah. Terrible host. Trivia. Terrible host. Great crowd. We didn't win. Our our team name was Cooter Burger. Yeah. Cooter Burger did not win. But I thought what fun it would be to relaunch our own 30 rock trivia. I love it. So love it. listeners, please play at home. Hope you're whatever you're going through right now is going well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to need you both to ring in. So um, the ringing in will be one person will say blurg Great. or one person will say nerds. Great. So please pick which your buzzers, what your buzzer is going to be. Dibs blurg. Nerds. Okay. Great. Okay. Nerds. Let's, let's just do a test. Let's do a test run real quick. Um, um, what is the name? This is a very easy one. Okay. What is the name of the page? Blurk. Nerds. Oh, I feel like it was a tie, but okay, good. That would have gone to Meg True. I think you got to be a little faster. Yeah. You said nerds. I know because Blurg is so innate to do you me. Ha- do you have a better one? Do you want to pick another one? Lemon. Lemon Ooh, works. Lemon, lemon is good because that's what and Jack it's yells. Different, and it sounds different. Different so really enough love from it. Blurg. Great idea. Yeah. For anyone who might not know 30 Rock, uh, just a re- quick recap. It's the NBC show that Tina Fey had wrote and starred in that aired from like 20, 2006, 2006 to 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically about a live sketch comedy show. And it's people inside the NBC 30 Rockefeller Center building. And it's casting kooky casting characters. Yeah. Literally, I think all of our favorite comedy ever, probably up it's, there. Yeah. <clears throat> it's genius. Yeah. Great. So let's just let's start easy. In the first season, what health condition does Jack's art collecting girlfriend claim she has? For a baby lemon. <laughs> <laughs> what it, hollow bones. That is correct. Oh. Avian bone syndrome. I was going to say avian oh. hollow bones. Okay. In the first episode. <laughs> I just explained to the <laughs> listeners what it is, which is hollow, hollow bones. bones. In the Alien bone syndrome. <laughs> it sounds real. It does. In the first episode, when it cuts to a news clip of Tracy running shirtless in traffic, what is he <laughs> screaming? Uh, lemon. I am a Jedi. I am a Jedi. <laughs> that is correct. I really need to get faster on my buzzing. <clears throat> blur, what blur, is the term? Blur, blur, blur. Yeah, blur. <laughs> what is the term for peeing while laughing? Lemon. Lizzing. Wow. Meg Hayes. <laughs> Woo. Um... Somebody's I'm losing. I'm losing. Um, what's the name of the hot heir to the Sabaro fortune that Jack dates? Oh, Blurg. <laughs> is that you ringing it and not knowing the answer? <laughs> is it? Uh, oh, oh God, is it? I want to say it's like <laughs> Princessina or yeah, yeah. You're, cl- you're on the right track. Uh, yeah, it's like Princess. Sabrina or something like that. Pizzerina Sabaro. Pizzerina. I think you should get partial points yeah. for that one because I had no idea. Pizzerina? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, this one might it, it needs some talking out because okay. it's not easy. But Pizzerina. It's, Pizzerina. You guys can work on this one together. Name the movie Tracy stars in to win an Oscar. Oh. oh. Okay. I mean, 
Lurg. Uh, hard to watch. Yep. Uh, like, isn't it something like em- uh, emotionally manipulative? Uh, something, something by Sapphire. <laughs> oh no! So it's 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 based off the uh, Precious, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. so it's hard to watch. Uh-huh. Based on the novel Stone Cold Bummer. <laughs> By manipulate. <laughs> you were on the right track. Yeah. Okay, partial points. Okay, David Schwimmer makes a cameo oh, yes. as the climate change, NBC's climate change conscious mascot. What's the name Blurg. of it? Blurg. Yes. Greenzo? That is correct. Damn it. Good one, Mike. According to Jack, what is it called to go 24 hours without making a single Lemon. misstep? Reaganing. That is correct. <laughs> Who or what is Kamiko Tan? Oh, um, uh, Blurg. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> James Franco's pillow lover. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> pillow lover. <laughs> what is the name of the page that replaces Kenneth? Oh, oh, God. Uh, blur. Yes. Is it Gretchen? No. Oh, fuck. Lemon. Yeah. Who is Hazel? Yes. Hazel. Do you do you know her last name? Absolutely oh, not. Yes, I do. Uh, what's her name? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> which was which was just Hazel. What's her name? We could not recall her first name. <laughs> what's her name? Um, what's her name? There was another character I can't remember who. Who's now? Na- oh, I think it's Jenna's um, husband, or like who becomes her husband, Paul. His last name is La Ass Name. It's L apostrophe Ass Name. Ass Name. La Ass Name. Um, okay, in the episode of The Rule oh of Three, where Tracy's convinced that he's going to be the third celebrity to die, who does he call to make sure that she has Lemon. died? Lemon. Who is Betty White? That is correct. Well, you don't have to say who. I, don't, I, I can't <laughs> stop now. couple more of these, and we'll move on to the next category. Oh. Um, who else does Liz's agent represent? Lemon. Um, like dogs. <laughs> dogs. Dogs. <laughs> Um, okay. I th- oh, this is the last one of this category. What award category has Jenna been petitioning the Tonys to add to the ceremonies? Oh, Lemon. Yeah. Best f- film no. to musical oh. to film category. Oh, maybe that's something? another one. There's a gif, a really like f- fam- like a gif that goes around of her saying, uh, doing this. So that's how I know this one. Oh, Living theatrically a normal life. <laughs> Okay, your mom would win yes she would Kathleen okay finish the quote we'll start (laughs) really easy on this working on my blank blurg night cheese that is correct (laughs) this is also Liz there ain't no party like a Liz Lemon party because a Liz Lemon party is mandatory that is correct (laughs) Jenna says she thinks I'm paranoid well that just blank this is also like my favorite Uh, one so uh, this might be hard like, is it proves proves my point? Yes, basically. Yeah. basically yeah. Yeah. She thinks I'm paranoid. Well, that just confirms my suspicions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I was like, I feel like we could get yeah. around there. Yeah. So Jack, never go with a blank to a second location. Lemon hippie. That is correct. <laughs> Liz. Liz says, "Who's got two thumbs? Speaks limited French and hasn't cried once today." Lemon. This moi. <laughs> Um, let's do two Tracy's stop eating people's old French fries pigeon have some self-respect don't you know lemon you can fly yes (laughs) and that is taking place outside of the Clinton headquarters in Harlem (laughs) 
What word is Liz talking about when she says this? Ugh, that word bums me out unless it's between meat and pizza. Lover. Lemon lover. That's correct. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that because it's one of my favorites. Um, okay, this one is also, this is the last one of this category and it's a little bit of, again, like this is one's just for me. Kenneth says, the parcel name is synonymous with honesty as the Hill people say. I mean, blurg. <laughs> Parcel don't not know my no no no. Yes, yes. I actually. <laughs> that was literally gonna be. I was just gonna be like, don't do my no. That is correct. I actually like went to look up how people. I went to how people actually wrote this, and it's as the hill people say, Parcel go say del go up to sal say. and you like literally nailed it. Listeners, I hope you're doing well too. <laughs> Take deep breaths. Mm. Uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> Please name me one deal breaker. Lemon. Mm-hmm. Um, a job in which you have to wear a name tag. Yes. Oh. So other deal breakers I would have accepted. If your man has seven cell phones but won't give you any of the numbers, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> if he wears an Atlanta Falcons jersey to your sister's wedding, that's a deal breaker, ladies. If your man collects action figures, that was directed at uh, uh, the Jonah? guy. Jo- Judah? Yeah. Judah. Jo- what's his name on the show? His real Frank. Name. Frank. Frank. Oh, yeah. His real name is Judah Friedland. Yeah. yeah. That's okay, great. Why. Name one of the characters that gets their period in the TGS sketch that features just Jenna. Because Tracy can't be on the show, so they have to do o- sketches only featuring Jenna. So they do a bunch of sketches where women in history get their periods. Oh. W- w- blurg. Hillary Clinton? That is correct. <laughs> I would have also accepted <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Final round. I feel like, Meg, you, you came back. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's even I, You know, I had more of my coffee. Like, I'm a little you're, more. You're ready to go. Yeah. So this is, a, again, a collaborative round. And I will probably also likely help you out. Because <laughs> it's the 30 Rock song section. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, boy. So please. And you can work together on this. It doesn't have to be perfect. Okay, okay. great. Please. You don't have to ring in. Sing me the werewolf bar mitzvah song. Oh my god! I was working late on my Hatora when I heard a knock on the bedroom door. I opened it up, and to my surprise, there was a werewolf standing there with hunger in his eyes, fire in his eyes, something in his mm-hmm. eyes. He said, "Tonight, my son, you're gonna be a man." But now it's time to join the wolfing clan. Then something. Just get to the chorus. Let's just do yeah. the chorus. Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Great job. Well done. Yeah, Meg like actually had it the song. It used to be my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> please now sing the muffin top song. My muffin top is all that low grade. Please sing it. Fat. Why are you oh, okay. speaking it? I'm just, because it's easier to recall <laughs> the words. My muffin top is all that whole grain, low fat. I know you want a piece of that, but I just want to dance. What work to check it out? My cherry lips, sugar covered cherry lips. I know you want a piece of that, but I just want to dance. Now back up off of me. You're weirding me out. I'm an independent oh, lady. Oh you brothers don't try to play me. I just want to dance or something like that. Nice job. I actually didn't write for like any of these them down, so I'm going to figure them out with you. Perfect. 
Okay, please sing. I do have this one written down if you can't get it. The Cheesy Blasters jingle. Uh, all I remember is... Cheesy Blasters. Yes. You take a hot dog, stuff it with some jack cheese, fold it in a pizza. You've got Cheesy Blasters. Please sing Tracy's Christmas song. Imagine Christmas wishes shooting out of your eyes. A candy cane full of snow dreams. A pocket full of my eyes. It's a Jordan Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that music video was raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember. It's like, was something about it was sexual. I closed my eyes yes. when I sang that. Meg yeah. saying that so sincerely. Because you guys aren't allowing me to speak it, so I. <laughs> I summon it from my mind. Class. Please sing to me Jenna's hit single, Balls. Balls. Oh, my God. I'll give you a hint. It's very simple. Balls, 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 balls. Yep, that's okay. it. Oh, and then she says it. that uh, the FBI linked that song to a rise in summer sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 And then finally, oh please sing me the song that closed out the series, the, the theme song to Rural Juror. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Jenna sings it live. Oh, I don't know it. I, I will never forget you, Rural Juror. <laughs> I will always be glad I met you, Rural Juror. And then at the end, she goes, those were the best days of my flirm. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll conclude. Great job on the 30 Rock trivia, y'all. Great job, you can. I will conclude with a final period themed. Well, it's not really period themed, but it's appropriate to our show. Fantastic. Mm. This is Tracy Jordan. Live every week like it's Shark Week. Nice. Great job. I didn't know it. What? It's okay. Live every week like it's Shark Week? It's I, I, I don't know why something's stick in my brain and why something's don't. There's Bob God oh, the salsa. Yeah, seriously, Meg. You pulled some shit out of your ass on that one. Great job, everybody. But none of us could remember Frank's name. Yeah. <laughs> and yet I was like, when are they going to ask about the Pac-Man I'm Jewish line? Pac-Man. That's my favorite Jewish. line. Oh, yeah. Okay. So good. Great job. That concludes 30 Rock Trivia. Thanks, Woo! Kate. The ladies of Vicious Cycle are going to freak out for this one because we were actually just talking about this at breakfast and they had no idea that this was planned. Ooh, wait, oh wait, wait, what were we talking about at breakfast? Our, our delicious chicken gyro. Had a great Is it chicken about gyro. Euros? It's not about gyros. Tuna melts. <laughs> we're about to do some choice readings from Chicken Soup of the Teenage Soul. <gasps> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no. Wait, you had that idea before we had this conversation? Yes. Holy Holy shit. shit. You kept your shit together. I know. Wow. Wait, okay, let's tell the listeners. Okay, we just. There might be people that are too young for chicken soup. Okay, so we we were just at brunch discussing our childhood, and Kate brought up Did you guys ever read Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul? So when we were tweens and teenagers, a bunch of different chicken soup. Self-help. Yeah. Series type out. series came out, and I'm gonna f- I'm gonna go all the way to the end of my ebook um, because <laughs> there's e-book. yes I did um, 
there were a bunch of different iterations of it. I think it started out as chicken soup for the soul, and then mm. it became like teenage soul, kids soul, mother's soul, pet yeah. lover's I soul. I have nurses' soul, grieving soul, teacher's uh. soul, grandma's soul, kids' soul, preteen soul, prisoner's soul. Ooh. Wow. And these are collections and of dog lovers. Dog soul. lovers. Oh. I had that one. Yeah. It was a collection of essays, like yeah. like like user generated, like submitted. Right. Yeah. Kind of like Reader's Digest. Yes. <laughs> feel um oh they were so good yeah what? really sure. powerful it's, it's how it's how meg trowbridge and i learned to not drink and drive that's correct oh luckily well we maybe weren't. our listeners will learn that today too oh, oh we're gonna read that <laughs> wait meg said she's memorized the poem i had it memorized i don't well maybe meg will read it Oh my I god! Love it. I love okay. it. Okay, really so uh, so these are stories that I read literally while taking a shit as like a twelve year old. Like it was like <laughs> I read them to, like for bedtime. No, I read them like in the restroom <laughs> because they were like one to five page little um, yeah. little like poems or. Mm-hmm. Like short they were all stories. nonfiction though, right? They all were like people's true stories. You would think. I mean, I but so. I could imagine some people. Like some but of they these were, are yeah, so. I think they some were of them pitched, were just, They were pitched as that though. It yes, was like yes, true yes, stories. Yes. Yeah. To like you were you made to believe. Yeah. 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 I just chose a smattering, <gasps> and we'll pick our favorites, and those are the ones that you guys will hear. Okay, great. First one I'm going to read is called "The Home Run." The author like, is I- Terry Vandermark. Great. On June 18th, I went to my little brother's baseball game, as I always did. Corey was 12 years old at the time and had been playing baseball for a couple of years. When I saw that he was warming up to be next at bat, I decided to head over to the dugout to give him a few pointers. But when I got there, I simply said, I love you. In return, he asked, does this mean you want me to hit a home run? I smiled and said, do your best. As he walked up to the plate, there was a certain aura about him. He looked so confident and so sure about what he was going to do. One swing was all he took, and wouldn't you know, he hit his first home run. (laughs) He ran around those bases with such pride. His eyes sparkled and his face was lit up. But what touched my heart the most was when he walked back over to the dugout. He looked over at me with the biggest smile I've ever seen and said, I love you too, Tare. I don't remember if his team won or lost that game. (laughs) (laughs) On that special summer day in June, it simply didn't matter. Wow. 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 That was, that felt like a big gulp of chicken soup. (laughs) Actually, you know what? This whole episode is like chicken soup for your, it it really really is. Smear soul. Couldn't have planned it better myself. Okay. This next one is called the miss of a great quote-unquote, miss. <laughs> Bye. By Jack Schlatter. Give it up. <laughs> Jack Schlatt. These are all made-up names. <laughs> I'll never forget the day I first saw a dream walking. Her name was Susie Summers. Name changed to protect the fantastic. Oh, boy. Oh, this is, is, this, wow. is this literatica? Yeah. <laughs> Her smile, which sparkled beneath two twinkling eyes, was electric and made people who received it, especially guy people, feel oh, wow. very special. <laughs> While her physical beauty was astounding, it was her invisible beauty I shall always remember. (laughs) She really cared about other people and was an extremely talented listener. Her sense of humor could brighten your entire day and her wise words were always exactly what you needed to hear. 
she was not only admired, but also genuinely respected by members of both sexes. Great. Okay. <laughs> with everything in the world. <laughs> Even <to> the men. <laughs> Can you believe? <laughs> with everything in the world to be conceited about, she was extremely humble. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, she was every guy's dream, especially mine. I got to walk her to class once a day, and once I even got to eat lunch with her all by myself. I felt on top of the world. I would think, if only I could have a girlfriend like Susie Summers, I'd never even look at another female. But I figured that someone this outstanding was probably dating someone far better than me. Even though I was president of the student body, I just knew I didn't stand a ghost of a chance. So at graduation, I said farewell to my first big crush. A year later, I met her best friend in a shopping center, and we had lunch together. With a lump in my throat, I asked how Susie was. Well, she got over you, was the reply. (gasps) What are you talking about, I asked. You were really cruel to her the way you led her on, always walking her to class and making her think you were interested. Do you remember the time you had lunch with her? Well, she stayed by the phone the entire weekend. She was sure you were going to call and ask her out. I was so afraid of rejection, I never risked letting her know how I felt. Suppose I had asked her out and she had said no. What's the worst thing that could have happened? I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have had a date with her? Well, guess what? I didn't have a date with her anyhow. Jack, <laughs> what makes it worse is that I probably could have. <laughs> oh boy. The end. That's what? the end. Yeah. Jack, we never Jack knew. Jack Schlatt. Wow. Okay, the next one. He grew up to be an incel. <laughs> <laughs> These are important lessons. You I'm, miss every shot you don't the take. The next it's one true. is called. What was the, f- the lesson of the first one? Um, I always ask someone out. That's no, the first one. That support is more important than if you win or lose. Love is the, love is more love powerful is the greatest than, motivator yeah. than ba- baseball practice. <laughs> I love how that story ended. I don't remember if they won or lost. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> this one's by Daphna Renan called She Told Me It Was Okay to Cry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I saw her last night for the first time in years. She was miserable. She had bleached her hair trying to hide its true color, just as her rough front hid her deep unhappiness. Rough front? Rough front? Like putting a front up? Uh, I thought it was like the front of her body. I know. It's (laughs) not rough front. It's not well written. (laughs) (laughs) She needed to talk, so we went for a walk. While I thought about my future, the college applications that had recently arrived, she thought about her past, the home she had recently left. Then she spoke. She She told me about her love, and I saw a dependent relationship with a dominating man. She told me about the drugs. And I saw that they were her escape. She told me about her goals, and I saw unrealistic material dreams. She told me she needed a friend, and I saw hope, because at least I could give her that. We, we had met in the second grade. She was missing a tooth. I was missing my friends. <laughs> I had just moved across the continent to find cold metal swings and cold smirking faces outside the foreboding doors of PS 174, my new school. <laughs> I asked her if I could see her Archie comic book, even though I didn't really like comics. She said yes, even though she didn't really like to share. Maybe we were both looking for a smile, and we found it. We found someone to giggle with late at night. 
someone to slurp hot chocolate with on the cold winter days when school was canceled, and we would sit together by the bay window watching the snow endlessly fall. In the summer at the pool, I got stung by a bee. She held my hand and told me that she was there and that it was okay to cry. So I did. In the fall, we raked the leaves into piles and took turns jumping, never afraid because we knew that the multicolored bed would break our fall. Only now she had fallen, and there was no one to catch her. We hadn't spoken in months. We hadn't seen each other in months. I had moved to California. She had moved out of the house. Our experiences were miles (laughs) apart, (laughs) making our hearts much farther away from each other than the continent she had just traversed. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Through her words, I was alienated, but through her eyes, I felt her yearning. She needed support in her search for strength and a new start. She needed my friendship now more than ever. So I took her hand and told her that I was there and that it was okay to cry. So she did. Oh the end wow. wow if it didn't end with her returning the it's okay to cry favor i was just gonna be like <laughs> terrible writing <laughs> who, who are the editors of this wow mm. um also that story is totally made up yeah yeah <laughs> it just made me think of michael scott's idea for a trailer for a movie oh. that brought tears to his eyes he had no arms or legs <laughs> he couldn't see hear or speak this is how we led a nation. That was the tagline for a movie. <laughs> for a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my so god! Good. I think I'm Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one is called "My New Best Friend," retold by Kimberly Kerberger. <laughs> yeah, these, I feel none like of these okay, people exist. Kimberly Kerberger, I think, was. A frequent contributor or like the editor of the book. That name sounds very familiar. Really? And I think this person may have been like the comp- the compilator. Got it. Because it said retold by. Yeah. Okay. Kimberly Kerberger. That name is like Kerberger. taking me back to fifth grade. This is a poem. Today I met a great new friend who knew me right away. It was funny how she understood all I had to say. She listened to my problems. She listened to my dreams. We talked about love and life. She'd been there too, it seems. Mm. I never once felt judged by her. She knew just how I felt. This is a goldfish. She seemed to just accept me and all the problems I'd been dealt. It's a pet. It's definitely a pet. 100%. She didn't interrupt me or need to have her say. She just listened very patiently and didn't go away. (laughs) I wanted her to understand how much this meant to me. But as I went to hug her, something startled me. It was was the the coffin. I (laughs) said. It was a dead body. (laughs) I put my arms in front of me and went to pull her nearer. (laughs) And realized that my new best friend was nothing but a mirror. (laughs) That is the most ridiculous. I'm standing with the mirror. Who is this girl I see? It's basically standing straight back at me. Uh, Kimberly Kerberger it, is the co-author of the best-selling chicken soup for the teenage soul. Did I not call you it? You got it. it. Kimberly Kerberger. Also, what does it mean retold by Kimberly Kerberger? <laughs> someone's told someone's it to her. Someone's child told it to her. <laughs> That's the stupidest poem I've ever heard. Um, I, love, I love how you called it. It was a mirror. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like her dog. Oh, my God. It was me all along. 
This one is also sh- dumbass. You're looking at yourself. <laughs> Why are you trying to hug yourself? You idiot. Okay, so Meg. Oh, is she oh gonna read it? Please have her read the poem. I'm gonna have oh you read God. the poem. It meant a lot to Kate too. I yeah. Mean, are you no, sure? no, no, no. Go ahead, Meg. <clears throat> okay, find find it. I remember. This is called. Let's see what someone we should have taught him. Yes. Oh. I okay. So I what I remember, remember sprite is that there's a sprite yep. in here, yep. and that they're at a party, yep. and it's a she's talking about a male friend, uh-huh. and he dies. He Some, dies. <clears throat> well, or does oh, he? Okay, maybe I'm remembering wrong. <clears throat> this is somebody should have taught him. Read by Megan Trowbridge, retold by Jane Watkins. What's mm. retold, retold mean? <laughs> I think it's, it's like, literally their kid because it's teenage. So maybe, I don't know. Okay. Or also, it's like uh, someone was like, "Oh yeah, I knew a guy who died in high school," and they're like, "I'm going to turn that into a poem." Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's weird like biblical, still like modernized biblical mm, stories yeah. and like old proverbs. I bet you I remember very being Christian. a little Christian. Yeah, yeah. it's very well, Christian. Yeah. I don't remember <clears> that. Somebody should have taught him. I went to a birthday party, but I remembered what you said. You told me not to drink at all, so I had Sprite instead. I felt proud of myself, the way you said I would, that I didn't choose to drink and drive, though some friends said I should. I knew I had made a healthy choice, and your advice to me was right, as the party finally ended and the kids drove out of sight. I got into my own car, sure to get home in one piece, never knowing what was coming, something I expected least. Now I'm lying on the pavement. Whoa, twist. I can hear the policeman say, the kid that caused this wreck was drunk. His voice seems far away. My own blood is all around me as I try hard not to cry. I can hear the paramedic say, this girl is going to die. I'm sure the guy had no idea. (laughs) Are you crying? (laughs) Are you laughing or crying? It's both. It's both for me. Oh, no. I'm sure the guy had no idea while he was flying high. I remember that line. Because he chose to drink and drive that I would have to die. So why do people do it, knowing that it ruins lives? But now the pain is cutting me like a hundred stabbing knives. (sighs) Tell my sister not to be afraid. (laughs) Tell daddy to be brave. And when I go to heaven, to put daddy's girl on my grave. Someone should have taught him that's wrong to drink and drive. Maybe if his mom and dad had, I'd still be alive. My breath is getting shorter. I'm getting really scared. These are my final moments, and I am so unprepared. I wish that you could hold me, Mom, <laughs> as I lie here to die. I wish that I could say, I love you, and goodbye. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I started crying because I remember it just transported me back so intensely to my bedroom the first time I read it, and I just wept. Oh, wow. my God. I just wept. I was like, oh, my God. Now I get why it's retold because yeah, she didn't actually right. die. Tell. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about this at brunch and I hadn't found this um, story yet. I was like, oh. I gotta find that story. <laughs> yeah. That, that, but what if Meg, we were reading it at the same time? Oh my God. Like at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> Two different times. We're zones. touching fingers. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's see. Why have I cried so much this more. episode? I don't know. I know. Okay. Okay. Okay, this, I think this is our final one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is called The Oyster, author unknown. Oh, I love it when the author's unknown. There once was an oyster whose story I tell. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Don't we all, though? Yeah, I mean. 
<laughs> How many times have I sat down and written that thing? <laughs> Once was an oyster. <laughs> Whose story I tell. <laughs> Who found that some sand had got into his shell. It was only a grain, but it gave him great pain. For oysters have feelings, although they're so plain. Wait, what kind of poem Ouch. is this? I was like, is this a limerick? Or what, what's going on here? Now, it's like A-A-B-B-B. <laughs> now, did he berate the harsh workings of fate that had brought him to such a deplorable state? Mm. Did he curse at the government, cry for election, and claim that the sea should have given him protection? Wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, libertarian. Yeah. (laughs) No, he said to himself as he lay on a shell, since I cannot remove it, I shall try to improve it. What is the structure (laughs) of the poem? (laughs) Now the years have rolled around, as the years always do, and he came to his ultimate destiny. Stu. Sorry, oysters. (laughs) And the small grain of sand that had bothered him so was a beautiful pearl, all richly aglow. Now the tale has a moral, for isn't it grand what what an oyster can do with a morsel of sand? So what, what couldn't we do if we'd only begin with some of the things that get under our skin? The end. All so right. the moral of the story is, okay, you're going to be consumed in a soup, but, but first you're, you're going to have suffer. a lot of pain. Yeah, this is so fucking Catholic. It's yeah. like, you will suffer and actually die and be eaten by other people. And but then your, but your are death will your yeah, pearls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so stop bitching oh. about it. Wow, great presentation Fantastic. of works, Meg. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I hope Fantastic. we had some good ones in there. Oh, for sure. Oh. Beautiful. That was warm and filling and invigorating. Mm. Like an oyster in a soup. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm also going to bring a quiz to yes. the listeners so excited. and to y'all. Um, maybe use your phones to keep score. Okay. okay. Um, so this is a Seventeen magazine personality quiz. Yes. So excited. Um, and the way they do it online is they have two columns, but I'm going to turn it into A and B options. Okay. So just track how many A's and how many B's you have. Gotcha. Great. <clears throat> is this a recent 17 quiz? It was published July 24th, 2018. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I haven't done a, a 17 quiz probably since 1999. In 17 years? Yeah. <laughs> it's like sweeps relevant. Um, okay. And listeners at home, I hope you have something to write down your answers with. Because you're going to learn a lot about yourself, too. <clears throat> the title of the quiz is, What Song Describes Your Love Life? Oh. Looking for a jam to call your own? Put on your dancing shoes and take the quiz below to see what song perfectly describes your love life right now. Question one. If you could only listen to one type of music for the rest of your life, what would it be? A, top 40 hits. B, R&B. So different. Do I just put it in? Do you just, want us to share? Oh, yeah. Share with me. I'm going to say top 40 because that includes R&B. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I feel like if I, I wouldn't maybe be top 40 hits now, but it would be top 40 hits like my whole life yeah. up to now. Fair. Totally fair. Um, Next question. Who would your celebrity BFF be? A, Nick Jonas, because he'd take you to a star-studded party. 
or B, Harry Styles, because he could fly you to London for a weekend of sightseeing. So are we supposed to... Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say Harry Styles. I am too. Because I really like his... He's kooky. Cur- yeah, I like his current, like, look that it's, like, super mm. gender-bending, and yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like him. And, and yeah, Nick Jonas feels a little a little too uptight for Nick me. Nick Jonas is also married. Yeah. This is about being BFFs. Okay, but, you know. <laughs> BFFs with benefits. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> Next also, question. Also, Harry Styles looks like Mick Jagger. He does yeah. have some Mick Jagger yeah, vibes. For sure. Yeah, for sure. He's super cute. <clears throat> Next question. Which trend do you most want to try out at prom? <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. My God. Sequins everywhere. Prom should be the most glam night of your life, right? Or B, the minimalist look. Sometimes less is more. B. B. Oh, you guys are the same Z's. I think I would now I would have done sequins. In actual yeah. high school, I was But for minimal. my for my wedding, I did very minimalist mm-hmm. too. Um next question. What best describes your current relationship situation? <laughs> Single and happy. Who needs a relationship when you have such fire friendships? Or uh B. You're deep in your feelings at this point. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm in some feelings. I'm for B. Sure. B, 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 B. <laughs> <clears throat> Capital B. <laughs> uh, next question. Who do you want to go to prom with? A, you're a besties. You always have such a blast together. Or B, you're sort of bae. Fingers crossed. B. A. Ooh. Well, okay. Are we talking about... I mean, it would be a. It's your love life right now. now. You guys, I'm I know it's. Tough. I still might. I'm in a hotel with, with both of you. This <laughs> I know. But if if I were looking, I would. I'm gonna say B. I'll just go with B. It's just easier. Be. <clears throat> this is the first one we've divulged. Uh, we've diver- yeah, diverged from. Oh yeah. Um. Next question. Your favorite place to listen to music is a alone in your room so you can blast the volume, or B at prom while dancing with someone special. B. I haven't been doing it along, but I'm A. <laughs> Your last relationship ended A, not too long ago. B, you can't remember exactly. Your current relationship or crush is what matters now. A. I always remember like the, la- uh, the past relationships. Mm. Like I don't, I don't like. like it's like it, it never happened. Oh, yeah, it happened. It's important. A then, sure. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, this is a big one. What's your opinion on One Direction? Oh. <laughs> a. They're awesome, and Neil is cute. B, you always thought they'd be better as solo artists. I guess B. I B. also think it's, isn't it Niall? Isn't Shit. his name Niall? I don't know. I don't know N-I-A-L-L. Either. I think it's Niall. Niall. I don't know, it's though. It's Irish, so it's probably like John. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dream vacay? A tropical vacation to Mexico or a romantic trip to Europe? A. Last question. Think back to the last time you cried. Okay. <laughs> so far back. So far back. It was because A, you got in an awful fight with your best friend, or B, you and your bae hit a rough patch. <laughs> Neither. Or C, you were watching YouTube videos and with you people cried. singing. <laughs> I mean, if it's a, a B, if it's a, a or B. What was A? Oh, yeah. Fight yeah, with your best Yeah, then I guess P. Fuck. Okay. All right. Are you ready yeah. to yeah. learn? <clears throat> well, count up. 
How many A's? How many I'm B's? mostly B's. You're mostly B's. Yeah, I have six B's, four A's. Great. Okay. So for the listeners at home, if you are mostly A's, your song that defines your love life right now is Confident by Demi Lovato. The girl power jam is exactly what you need right now. An anthem that celebrates you, not you in the context of a relationship. You're happy being single. Worrying about dating anyone would just drag you down right now. If you answered mostly B's, your song is Pillow Talk by Zayn Malik. Oh, it's oh, that's, such a good that's song. From, he's from one, he's from he's one, one yeah. direction. Um, you're head over heels. You found someone seriously special, so save your time with them. Just don't forget to mur- nurture your relationships with your friends, fam, and yes, yourself. Yeah. If you're right down the middle, then your song is Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. You have a big fat crush on someone. Your stomach is full of butterflies, and you can't help but daydream about them, even when you try to tell yourself you're past it. I think that's me. It could happen. Thank you, Meg. Hey, thank you. So fun. So silly. You kind of nailed it. I would love to do more 17 quizzes. Maybe from like the early 2000s or the late 90s. For this next one, you know, I had a lot of ideas for this episode. You know, Meg and Kate mentioned maybe do something around the number 50, because this is our 50th 50th episode. episode. Uh, So I did some digging. I tried to come up with how could we, you know, reenact the Twitter feud between Lala Kent of Vanderpump Rules and Mm. 50 Cent. Mm. But nothing Mm -hmm. just seemed quite right. (laughs) So... I thought we would go back to our roots, which is improvisation. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, we are going to watch a video that will inspire our improvisations. Um, This is a advertisement for High Point Coffee. Um, And we will be watching one Lauren Bacall um, do this television spot. So, Lauren Bacall. Take it away. Rushing for an 8 o'clock curtain every night means giving up a lot of things. But coffee isn't one of them. I always have time for my favorite instant, high point decaffeinated. I don't want extra caffeine. I'm active enough, thank you. But I am a coffee lover, so I expect more. Mmm, like this delicious aroma. Every jar is bursting with it. And look at this deep, rich color. Of course, coffee lovers know it all comes down to taste. Mmm, that's rich. You know what makes High Point taste so good? Deep brewed flavor. I love it. Try deep brewed High Point. It's the coffee lovers decaffeinated. If you're a coffee lover, there's always time for High Point. You're gonna love it. I'm so (laughs) intrigued by why we just watched that. We are going to be doing our own commercials. Fantastic. Our own commercials. Uh, in the style of one Lauren Bacall, um, or really just any old timey actress type. Okay, right. Okay, so we could either just do a coffee, or I could pick a, a product at random. Let's pick a product, and we have to okay. just deliver a line. Yeah, you're doing like a thirty second spot. <clears throat> oh my god! Great. Okay, Meg, what was the website you used to use when we would do like? Oh, can I get, get a, a? Yeah, can I get a? That's it. Location, relationship, or word. So I'm just gonna keep doing word. Goats, Kate. As in, in any style? Goats. Of anybody? Yeah. But do like an okay, yeah, do it like t- any anyone old timey. When you look out your window, is your grass too long? 
Do you ever wonder to yourself, wouldn't there be a should shan't there be a sustainable way to remove my grass without paying a dime to that boy down the street? Well, introducing goats. <laughs> Have goats come eat your lawn for nickels on the dollar and and lots of bleeding to boot. Goats. Because there's no better way. I gotta have a really good. I gotta have a good tagline. Hold on. <clears throat> because nothing bleats goats. <laughs> because they're the greatest of all time, goats. Oh, oh that's good. Is that how we're ending everything? No, because goat is also used oh, as greatest of all time. time. I like nothing bleats goats. Nothing <laughs> bleats goats. Bleats. It's great. It's great. I feel like my voice, because I'm sick, is as low as Lauren Bacall's, yeah, too. absolutely. <laughs> I love coffee. Meg Trowbridge, your word is brief, <laughs> briefcase. Briefcase. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one. Okay. Hmm. Hey, fellow world traveler. <laughs> Do you find when you travel the world, holding all your belongings... <laughs> 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 um, do you find that holding all your belongings in your hands just doesn't cut it when you're on the go? Well, then let me recommend my good friend the briefcase. That's right. It's a briefcase. A case that's brief. You open it. You tuck all your bings and your bongs and your biblets in there. And, and then you close it and off you go. Well, a briefcase changed my life and it could change yours. Briefcase. Call one eight hundred. Boy, do I? <laughs> yes, do it. Call one eight hundred. Boy, do I love? <laughs> <laughs> I broke Meg. I broke Meg. Call 1-800-BOY. I love briefcases <laughs> today. <laughs> boy, do I, boy, do I love brief, briefcases seven. <laughs> That was fantastic. Wow. All right. What's, that's too good. Oh, my God. What did you say? Biblets? What was it? Bing, bing bongs, and biblets. biblets. Oh, my God. I hope mine's a good one. Dark. The dark? No, no, no. Can I recommend the dark? <laughs> if one reaches out to you. you I'm doing the dark. Okay. Do the dark. I love it. I'm doing the dark. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Lauren Bacall, your favorite woman about town, actress, wife, mother, and friend. Many of you have gotten to know the light. What things can you do in the light? You can watch a grandchild playing soccer, <laughs> enjoy watering plants, and more. But have you ever considered the dark? <laughs> you're all sleeping on the dark, and you're all sleeping the <laughs> during the dark. But what about waking up? Seeing a film, watching a band, walking on the street, staring at plants. You might need a flashlight, but it'll be fun. So consider today trying the dark. 
Just wait until seven o'clock or so and walk out your door. <laughs> it's free. You're welcome. No. <laughs> that that could have that could have gone like grandchild plays soccer, <laughs> watering plants, and more. <laughs> oh, that was so fun. Thanks, Meg. <sighs> I mean, we could do a million more yes, if we wanted we'll to. We'll keep it for next that's, time. Yeah, that's a great game. Listeners, how you doing? Hope you're holding up. How you doing? Take a breath. Take a breath. Like Take we breath. were trying to get through briefcase. <sighs> <sighs> Call 1-800-I-LOVE-ME-SOME-BRIEFCASES. <laughs> but do I love briefcases? <laughs> Let me just send, I'm sharing you guys on a Google Doc. This is our la- last thing for me as a reading. Great. Okay, so go to your emails, please. I have okay. just shared okay. you on a little script that we're going to read together. So please let me know when you get to the bottom of the doc. You'll know okay. it when you see it. Bottom of the doc. It's in bold. I've been going through 30 Rock Trivia. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. there. She's there. Meg, let me know when you get there. Yeah, keep going. My God. Oh. <laughs> All right, Meg, can you please read me the title of this? Just what we're reading? Just, just what you found we on this? We are reading um, an excerpt from Homeward Bound. We indeed are. So... It looks uh, like you found this from a website called HollywoodPause.com. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so bl- longtime listeners will know that there is nothing that brings me more to tears or joy than Homeward Bound, mm-hmm. the 1993 or four movie uh, of three dogs finding their way home. Well, two um, dogs and a cat. Kate. Thank you. Two dogs and a cat. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a remake of The Incredible Journey, which was like a 1960s movie, oh, really, um, which I just learned out, found out. But um, it's a great, great film. So incredible film. So um, this is the scene in which the three animals decide to leave the farm that they are staying at to make their way home. Um, OK, great. So this is what's going to happen. Meg Hayes, you're going to play the part of Chance. Chance, just as a reminder, is a young, rambunctious, scrappy pit bull mix who's had a tough puppyhood. I will be Sassy, the dainty, snooty Siamese cat. And Meg Trowbridge, will you please play (laughs) the role of Shadow, who is a regal, majestic golden retriever, old and wise. I'm so honored. Also, as the oldest, offended. (laughs) (laughs) The scene. Chance, Sassy, and Shadow are outside on the patio at the farm they've been left at by their humans for a few months. Their dog sitter drives away. She has promised them she won't be gone long, but they don't know that because they animals. <laughs> at the sight of the car driving down the dirt driveway, Chance paces and whimpers nervously. That's peculiar. Locked in. I hate being locked in. This is just like it was back at the pound. Chance, calm down. You don't get it, do you? The pound is where humans lock you up when they don't want you anymore. Not me. Impossible. Don't listen to him. He's making it up to scare you. Oh, yeah? Well, you two pampered pets haven't been out on the streets. I've been to the pound, remember? Don't tell me there's no pound. I know about the pound. Ominous pan to the gray clouds in the distance. Music becomes scary. Chance get up, gets up and looks wisely into the distance. Something doesn't smell right. They've gone, they've been gone way too long, much longer than they should have been. Something's really wrong. Cut to Chance Our eating a shoe. Wake up and smell the gibble. They've dumped us. No, it isn't true. They love you and they dump you. Not Peter. You could be right, Shadow. It's been too much time. Way too much time. Something is keeping Peter from coming to me. Uh, so I'm going to go to him. 
You guys kill me. She liked the gate, remember? I don't care about gates. I'm going home. French horns swell. Shadow darts to the fence. Chance continues to chew the shoe. What did he say? Shadow majestically leaps onto a log, then over the fence. The French horns are only getting more triumphant. No way! Shadow, wait. It's too far. You don't know the way. What if they come here looking for us? It's time to go, Sassy. I'm going home. That's crazy. Who will feed you? Sassy daintily scrambles over the fence. You won't make it out there on the road. That's where they catch you and take you to the pound. I'm staying right here. Suddenly, a very large and very terrifying turkey from the previous (laughs) scene gobbles his way towards Chance. Oh, Birdzilla returns. Guys, guys, wait up. I'm coming. Chance scrambles to the fence and clumsily tries to climb it. The bird gets closer. Oh, don't let him eat me. Don't let him eat me. The bird continues to gobble as Chance struggles to get over the fence like a dumb, dumb puppy. He finally leaps over. Whoa, that hurt. Look out, chicken butts coming through. Pardon me. The most majestic soundtrack tune ever (laughs) plays as Chance gallops to his friends. Do you want to sing it? Home is just over that mountain. We'll be there just before dark. How do you figure? It took us ages to get this far. That was the long way. We'll take a shortcut straight up and over. Hey, wait up. Hey, guys, wait up. Here I am. I thought you were going to stay, pup. Yeah, I thought I'd better come along in case you two need a protection. My hero. Guess I'm going to have to stare at your butt the whole way. (laughs) (laughs) I'll race you to the trees. Music swells and everyone starts tearing up because they're about to go on an emotional roller coaster unbeknownst to VHSs across the country. <laughs> scene. It is why I cry. It is why I will die. Thank you so much for that. Kate, thank you. Good. For the opportunity. You got it. Hey, listeners, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're fine, and I know you're fine. We know you're definitely you're fine. fine. Um, that wraps up our our Everything is Fine episode. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for being here for the last 50 episodes. 50 episodes. Pretty I can't awesome. believe it, and I can believe it. Yeah. Believe, Meg. Believe. Believe. Bleed, leave it. Don't stop. Believe. <laughs> Hold on to that bleeding. That was great. So thanks everyone. Thanks for listening and stay tuned next week. We got a whole new episode back to our regularly scheduled programming. That's right. But you should also like request if you want us to do this again and what segments you'd like us to do. More ASMR, R, more trivia, more songs, more brief, more briefcases. <laughs> yeah. You just tell us. Let us know. 9106 uterus or Instagram is at vicious echo podcast. Slide into our DMs. Until then. Keep calm. Everything Everything is is fine. fine. Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.